practice today, just just rest him. Uh, Leo Leotis McKelvin, <clears throat> left hamstring uh, as well. Uh, we'll rest him today, and then uh, Fletcher Cox with that. Uh, uh, left ankle, uh, we'll go ahead and just hold him out of practice. He'll be fine for the game. All three of these actually will be fine for the game, but just want to give him extra extra rest today. Everybody else, um, Dorio Green-Beckham, uh, Benny Logan, and uh, Jalen Mills, um, all those guys that were nicked in the game will, will be full practice today. Who's your starting attack on the Sunday? Why? Because. Oh. Follow up. Um, <laughs> um, I tell you, he, he's he's worked extremely hard. He, he's another one of those kids that uh, he's gone against our defensive front, not only through training camp but but uh, uh, practice against him every single day. Um, smart kid, athletic kid, strong kid. Uh, just excited to to watch him play on Sunday. Is he ready for this? He is ready. He is ready. Just what do you have to do? Do you have to change anything knowing that you have a rookie in his first start? Right no, now. you know, we're not changing game plan and, and any of that. Uh, um, you know, as, as you get into the football game, if you see that maybe a guy is, is needing some help, we can obviously help him with backs and tight ends like, like most teams will do. But uh, if, if everything is, is, is great and going as planned, then, then no, we just roll. Um, obviously, we can, uh, you know, the run game helps guys like that. Uh, especially in their first start. So we lean a little bit more on that maybe. And, um, you know, but it'll be monitored, obviously. Uh, but but a full week of practice with him, and uh, he he'll be fine. What are your parting words to Lane Johnson? Honestly, um, you know, just wanted to express through myself, through Stout, just uh, one. You know, obviously disappointed, um, and uh, we all uh, are accountable for our actions. Um, but at the same time, you know, look forward to getting him back in the building in a few weeks. Contact obviously he can't be at the facility. Will you have some sort of player in, intermediary? Can't in can't everything's off limits. Um, you know there can't be any as coaches, uh, front office, Eagles personnel, uh, outside of Chris Peduzzi, uh staying in touch with him medically. You know with the injury from the game, um, we are off limits. Um, How does that work? Where's your treatment for that? Lane Lane has uh, decided to go back to Oklahoma. And uh, go back to, to family and, and of course his school and, and uh, we've set up some some uh, rehab through the university uh, to get his elbow and, and to keep him to keep him uh, you know healthy. When this all happened with Wayne Johnson, was there any advice to the team knowing what the probable outcome was going to be? Just get it out of the way so you have him for the end of the season. Now you barely have him for the. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I, I, to answer your question, because we didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, we'd, everything was speculated and there was no official ruling. So, you know, our, our, my job was we were, going, we were going full steam ahead with Lane as right tackle, you know, until we got official word. But you knew it was good. You, you assumed, you always assumed the worst. But with that being the case, knowing <coughs> the probable outcome could be, wouldn't you, have, wouldn't you have rather gotten it out of the way early than wait? Then you can speculate that we're not three and one, or we're zero and four. I mean, we can go a hundred different ways. You know, here um, I was, I was going, I was going as long as I could. You know, I mean, the speculation was out there, and I was going as long as I could with Lane as my right tackle. It's a long way off. I know it's a long way off, but is it his job at right tackle when he does come back, or is that kind of wait and see? Well, right now, um, the timing of it is a little uh, iffy because it's the Thursday game. 
of the of the Giants. So we just got to make a decision at that point, see where he is physically, mentally, um, where we are as an offense at that point uh, to make that decision. So it's hard now sitting here to, to say he's he's got his job back, but at the same time, um, you know, we, I just won't speculate down that, that, that far as 10 weeks away. We have not. We have not. Um, the plan is to. Uh, we're just going to wait through this week and, 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 you know, probably be later in the week before we make a move. So you've made now, is it more about wanting to keep Alan Barber where he is at his position or that the Big B has really showed you something above what you and Honestly, it's both of those situations. Um, I, I felt like in, in discussing this with Coach Stoutland and, and Frank, um, you know, where Big V is right now in his, in his um, progression of the offense and where he is as an athlete, felt very comfortable with him going over there um, and not moving Allen. Allen is playing, playing well at left guard, didn't want to disrupt two positions. Um, and so that, that's why I made the decision with Big V, keep Allen over there with, with JP. And, and then you still have Matt Tobin as your swing tackle that can go left and right like we've had, you know, in these first four ball games. Is somebody like Brent Selick at this point keeping maybe an extra tight end into block to, to help Big V at least early on? You know, we, we take a look at all of that. Um, you know, there'll be times when tight ends will be there, running backs will be there. Um, you know, we'll slide that direction. I mean, you know, but – uh, it's kind of like with Carson too. I mean, you know, we're not going to take, we're not going to just handcuff the kid so much that he can't play and use his natural, God-given, you know, instincts and ability. So, uh, again, it's something we'll monitor during the game, more so than even during the week. The contract on each side would indicate that he's eventually going to slide over to left tackle whenever JP can't play. Um, are you concerned going forward about him having a third defense and then being out an even more substantial amount of time? Well, ultimately, you know. With any player, you're, you're worried about that, I think. Um, uh, again, it, it, it's a, it, you just keep talking to the players about those situations, and obviously the, you, know, you, you, you uh, uh, do the best you can to educate the players on, on, on these, these types of issues. And, um, you know, but looking down the road, if, if – Whenever JP steps aside, if, if Lane, you know, and that's kind of the the thought process is he goes to left and, and Big V is your right right side tackle. Um, yeah, you know, though it's kind of it, I'm struggling with the question because I, I you don't know. There's a lot of unknowns, you know, and and um, I think you just got to go into it still educating Lane and all your players on hey, listen, you got to be smart with what you put in your body and. Uh, um, get it checked out. There's there's resources that players and coaches and and that we have available to us to check these things out before uh, before we put them into our into our systems. So you know, until we get to that point, you know, we just keep educating them. Is sworn off supplements, and uh, can he maintain that that kind of you know weight, the three three hundred pound plus, without that? I can. <laughs> um, uh, you know, that's 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 his body. That's his that's his chemistry. That's his make. Everybody's different. You know, um, I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist or anything like that. Obviously, um, but I, I, you know, there are ways to to do it and to be smart with it. And because there's help available, there there's all the resources. Are we have a great sports science team? We have a great nutrition staff. 
that can help keep players' weights uh, at, at certain levels that, that we require them to be at. Uh, a bunch of uh, package, package plays uh, and that gave uh, Carson the option to run. Uh, looking back upon the film, how do you think that they, those worked and, and were some of Sproles' big runs as, as a result of the threat that Carson has? Yeah, they were very successful. Um, obviously, gained, uh, gained a couple first downs by doing that. Um, the ability to run you know, the inside zone with Carson, um, reading the defensive end and or linebackers, depending on plays, is something that we're going to continue to develop and continue to grow with. Uh, again, we're still er relatively early in the season, so I don't want to expose our quarterback necessarily to too many hits uh, outside of the pocket that way. Uh, but uh, we'll continue to explore it and uh, keep utilizing those types of to- you know, types of runs. Are, uh, are pretty crazy. But what's going into that? What's uh, I think it, the number one thing is preparation. Uh, honestly, uh, we spend time on Wednesdays and Thursday mornings in, in blitz meetings uh, with the quarterbacks, the offensive line. Uh, he and the quarterbacks, obviously all the quarterbacks are here at 5.30 in the morning, and they're, they're looking at blitz tape and, and going through all the calls and rules and things that we have going in for this particular week, and, and, and which we do every week. And it's just recognition. Blitz comes down to recognition and, and – uh, you know, we got an exceptionally smart center that's also on the same page with the quarterback, and, and they watch film together during the week. So um, it all comes down to their preparation and, and how they handle the blitz. And then, and then knowing that and, and getting the protection right, putting the ball in the right spot. Doug, uh, Washington got out of the gate a little bit slow, and they've seemed to get it together in these last few weeks, a lot of it with their defense. What, what are you seeing from them that they're doing now that, that maybe they weren't doing earlier? Or what, what are they hanging their hat on right now? Well, first thing, I mean, they were, they were a little nicked up, you know, in the back end uh, early in the season. They, you know, Breland should should be available this week. It's going to be, um, you know, get their get their corner back, and um, you know, they're 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 this is, this is a good defense. They're they're playing better schematically. Um, they're getting after the passer a little bit, especially on third down. They're they've been able to push the pocket and and get some sacks and some. Um, they're also they're also creating some turnovers late in these games. That they're allowing. One, either their offense to score or, or to hang on to leads. And um, this is a good defense, good sound defense. Again, it's not, it's not a multiple, you know, defense as far as scheme, but they're, they're kind of coming into their own right now and, and playing, playing well with it. You mentioned that a run game can help a, a young, inexperienced offensive lineman like Big V. Uh, you guys are already up averaging like the fifth most rushing attempts in the league. You didn't use Barner or uh, Smallwood Sunday. Is it more likely in a situation like this that they, you might rotate all four uh, this week? There's a good chance, a good possibility uh, that that happens. Again, it just depends on getting into the game and how the game unfolds. Um, and then if there's a, obviously an injury or, or something at the position. But, you know, I love, uh, obviously, I, li- I like where Wendell's at. I love where Kenyon's at. These guys do give us a little bit of a burst, give uh, give Darren and uh, Ryan a rest. And, uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see as the game unfolds, but I, I would like to use them a little bit more. Is there any concern about overusing D- Darren? I mean, right now he's on pace for probably the most rushing attempts of his career, and he's at an advanced stage. Listen, this guy is, this guy is an amazing athlete, um, works extremely hard, protects his body, um, one thing with Darren is he doesn't take a lot of like just direct hits. He's underneath a lot of hits because of his size, obviously. And um, you know he's—I don't see any signs of him slowing down. And, and um, um, 
continue to use him. I don't want to increase necessarily his, his workload. Uh, same way with Ryan. I don't want to necessarily increase their workload, but at the same time, I uh, want to maximize the, the opportunities that they have. How about Deshaun Jackson? It's been four years, I guess, since he's been here. Is he still the same player, the same deep threat that Kid, he's still fast, can run. I mean, that's the thing you see on film and, and just just throw on his highlight reel, and, and you're going to see the exact same receiver that we had here. And, um, you know, him and, you know, the compliment of, of Jordan Reed and, and Garcon and these guys have really um, kind of opened some things up for them offensively. But um, Deshaun is definitely a, a deep threat and, and someone you gotta, you got to watch out for. How long did you release him? Were you surprised when the Eagles released him three years ago? Surprise. I mean, I don't know all that went into the being released. It's hard to comment on that, but um, I know he's playing extremely well right now, and, and we just got to watch out for him. How do you value your outside receivers in terms of what they've done as in, in deep balls and um, stretching the field? Well, I mean, we've we've missed a couple opportunities uh, down the field. Um, Jordan and Nelson Mo, both have, have missed some missed some opportunities. Uh, DGB had a chance this past weekend, uh, you know, in the end zone. We just overshot Nelson again. So a little bit of of timing and, and accuracy with the throw. Um, but at the same time, I think, they're, they're again, they're working extremely hard. Um, we're picking our spots, or I'm picking spots to, to push the ball down the field. Um, something that I'm, I'm very conscious of, you know, um, knowing our personnel and knowing the type of guys we have. Um, but but I, I like where they're at. I like the, the fact that they keep working every single day, and and um, I'm not going to shy away from one guy or the or the other just because of you know one one bad play. What kind of appeal? What kind of appeal to you about my time that you guys were during the draft? What, what were the things that made him stand out? He big, athletic. I mean, he swallowed up a lot of defensive ends in college. Very you know very athletic, versatile. Um, and then when you get to meet him and know him and, and you get to see how how smart and intelligent, the football intelligence, the IQ is there, um, shake his hand. He's got big, powerful, strong hands. Um, and those were all things that, that that intrigued us, you know, back when we had an opportunity to draft him. Cousins, I've always liked Cousins, and uh, I think I think too he he, he might have been pressing a little bit early in the season, and, and he's now he's just kind of letting things happen and develop around him. He's um, he's a kid again. He's he's a, he's a smart kid. He's a sharp kid, um, and and you know with the defense playing as well as they are now, uh, has really helped them offensively. Uh, he's just taking care of the football, and and you can you can do a lot of good things when you take care of the ball offensively. Um, and also when your defense is, is creating turnovers for you. And, and those are the things you see out of him, and he manages that team very well. Is, uh, is Matthew, Ryan Matthews totally healthy? Is that ankle still a factor? Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's 100%. He's healthy, um, came out of the game healthy. Um, he's good to go. Okay. Thank you, guys.